0: Welcome to New Week, New Music, reviewing the hottest tracks, with the hottest takes, of 2022. My name is Brandon.
1: I'm Eric. And I'm Ben. Each week, we're looking at two albums released in 2022.
2: And at the end of the year, we'll rank and compare all 100 albums.
0: And tonight, we're starting with Quadeca's I Didn't Mean to Haunt You.
2: And we'll conclude with And In the Darkness, Hearts Aglow by Wiseblood so
0: quadeca I had not heard of a par- uh, before this but apparently he's like a youtuber originally oh uh, and like he switched into music basically like he originally started posting rap videos on he actually was on Ksi's album apparently apparently i um I don't remember but I saw that. Or I Saw that there was a, uh he had like a YouTube channel It's about about his part on the album and how much money he made from it. So. Uh uh-huh. um, yeah, apparently he's been making like rap related videos on his YouTube channel since he was 14 years old. Hmm. So, I'm sure there's a gold mine of shit on there. Oh, really, yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. 14 like year
1: old d- making rap music. Commentaries, you know, it's a choice.
0: <laughs> uh, we, but yeah, I never really heard of him, didn't really know what to expect. I saw Danny Brown was featured on this album, and um, so I was stoked for Danny Brown, always am. Uh, I did not get my Danny Brown <laughs> expectation for 90% of this album.
2: I, gonna say, I didn't realize Danny Brown was on this album. You must not have listened to much, Danny Brown, because his voice is probably the most distinctive voice in the history of music. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of
0: with Ben on that one.
2: I'm just gonna. Have I mean, to I, admit. if you haven't heard him, no, that's fine. If you haven't heard him much, you wouldn't. But I if you was, have heard him, it's, I was so checked out for this whole album.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I don't blame you. That it happened, but but I definitely. I mean, it also says featuring
0: Danny Brown, like in Spotify.
1: You think I was paying enough attention that I was checking, like, the features on every one of these tracks?
0: I mean, I feel like that's, like, at least the bare minimum for a music (laughs) reviewer.
1: I started doing that, and I got, like, three tracks in, and I'm just like, oh my god.
0: So I'm gonna go out on a limb and say you don't care for this.
1: This is, without a doubt, the worst serious album we've reviewed on this show. Really? Holy shit. Really? Really? (laughs) This is just the equivalent of mush to me. Beige mush. Not a single thing on this album stood out to me. It was just Wow. Whole huh.
0: So I'm yeah, not, not wild about actually, this album for the record. I think this is a contender for fi- this is a solid 50 contender. Um, but that being said, I do kind of see where the hype on this album is coming from. I do think this could be really, really good for some people. It's just not really for me. Um, but I do agree with you that it is quite boring.
1: I mean, I couldn't even tell what was doing what. This was so just... It's like you threw music in a blender and got...
0: <laughs> mush out. Wow, I that, that surprises me. I mean... Me. Uh, I, I wasn't expecting I you to like this, but I was not expecting you to hate this. this is, I mean, it's
1: just... The production is so bad. Like, maybe I wouldn't say it's bad,
0: it's a choice. Yeah, I, I really choice. do think
1: it's a choice. I think it's... It's a choice, but it's a wrong choice. <laughs> I mean, the only <laughs> instrument that you can even pick out from the, the haze is the kick drum sometimes. I mean, there's entire genres based around that. And those are bad genres. I mean, I I'm not going to sit here and defend
2: shoe but <laughs> I don't think I really don't think any genre is bad by by definition. What I about
0: Ninten- I, Nintendo Core?
2: I, I I haven't listened to it, but I feel like that could be good if done well. I mean, we've listened to um, what's that one on uh, Naked Flames? I mean, I don't know if that's considered Nintendo oh, no. Core, but
1: no, 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 no uh, we'll have to find some now. <laughs> All
2: right. Uh, no, yeah, this was, I mean, yeah,
1: I, this was like Sad Boy SoundCloud Rap, except it also sounds bad.
0: I don't think it sounds bad, but I do agree with you on the Sad Boy SoundCloud Rap.
1: I mean, it's it's not going to go on the bottom of my list because of the, uh, the DJ Cowards and the Dune Rats of the
0: world, but Dude, it's I, going low. Dune Rats isn't even in my bottom ten right now. Um, wow. Anyway, Ben, you haven't said anything yet. What's um, your opinion? on this bitch?
2: They aren't in mine either.
0: <laughs> I will agree. Something-
2: it's, I think mushy is accurate. Um, whether you want to interpret that in a good way or a bad way. I mean, it sounds bad, um, to call it mushy, which I think there is an element of truth to that. I think it, it, um, it definitely blended together a little too much for me and, it's an album in a lot of ways you could kind of compare it to um the microphones album um, uh there I think there were some similarities there, although that one kind of spaced it out in a better way um, than this one did um, but I don't know I think there were uh I think there were some things here that were pretty cool. I think that uh, I will defend the production here um, It's definitely um, a little outside what we normally. Look for uh, or normally like, but uh, I, I think to some degree the mushiness is actually kind of a, a commendable feature of this album. The really the only part for me that that I didn't like very much was actually the Danny Brown feature. Um, it
0: is very. It was out
2: of really place. disappointing.
0: It is very out of place.
2: It's out of place. It sounds terrible. That is the one I think bad production part of the album is the Danny Brown feature. Um, I don't know what. He I was think going for there, I, but whatever it was, it didn't land. Mm-hmm.
0: What I th- the reason why I think that the feature does sound so kind of out of place is kind of what we alluded to earlier. Danny Brown has such an immediately recognizable voice, and it takes you out of the the sound milkshake that this album is.
2: I'm surprised, is right? It, you guys? No, it totally does. Yeah, and and not to mention that you know, with him, you have to. I feel like his voice needs to be crisp and it needs to be a focal point of any sonic mix. Um, So when you just kind of throw him into that hazy sound, it it really does not work with his voice specifically. There might be certain rappers, certain features who that would work with. Danny Brown is not one of them.
0: Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. Like I, if, I mean, you put that verse, but you know, make him the vocal point of it. I yeah. think it would be fire, but it just it does not fit with anything else on this album. And it yeah, it just really, doesn't make sense. It's really jarring. Yeah. Um mm. There's there are moments musically that I'm really interested in this album. I th- like I think you I could really get lost in this if I were into the like If I were into more like shoegazy style music. Because there really is just like effect after effect just kind of piled on. Making it just one blend of different things. So it's. Yeah, it's. I could see how someone would really like this. But it's not for me at all. I'm surprised that you guys like, weren't
1: prepared for me to hate it this much after what I said about injury reserve, which was like miles better than this.
2: Yeah, I mean, I guess. But I guess I'm just surprised in the sense that I feel like if you don't like this, you would more be in the it's kind of boring camp, not the I didn't expect that level of um, opposition to it, I guess. Yeah, I, I do
0: think this is kind of, in my opinion at least, a difficult album to hate. Like...
1: I mean, I don't hate it. It's not, like,
2: it's not gonna be my worst album of the year. You anything. said it was one I mean, of the, was worst the worst serious, serious albums You said it was we've the heard. worst serious album we've done in three years of this show, and that just seems... Well, okay,
1: maybe album that I'm regarding as serious music versus, like, just clowning on. I'm not gonna clown on it, is what I meant by that statement. Like...
0: Okay, it's like not insultingly. Yeah, it's it's not the it's Black not Peas, it's
1: not Drake. It's not something that I'm going to clown on. I just really strongly would never, ever listen to this again. Because it yeah, is, I'm probably I'm,
0: never going to listen to this again either.
1: This is like looking at the different shades of beige in the hardware store, I mean...
0: So when Fantano did his review of this, everyone kept going on about how Fantano never mentioned anything about the concept of this album, but also no one mentioned what the concept of the (laughs) album was. And so, and people were like even asking and just no one was answering.
2: Right. So I was like, am I getting,
0: is this a meme? Like, is this a joke (laughs) going over my head or something? Or is there like actually like a, like, is there a larger context here that I'm just completely missing? I don't know. Yeah, and that's
2: one one downside of the album is that I don't know. It it, it didn't I didn't get a big storyline and nor did I really care to to find out what it was all that much. I don't and, think you know, I it,
1: picked up on like a single word that he said the whole album. That's
2: the thing. Yeah, it's it's I, I think the, you know, the the kind of chorusy singy parts are better like I, the he has a very um, like non um, I don't know he's one of those voices where you hear sound but there's no like there's not much being communicated like if he were talking in like a lecture hall you would probably just tune him out that's basically how not I'd hear what he said listen to the whole
1: album as i just tuned it out and didn't hear a single damn word
2: i mean yeah i mean you
1: got to come back to like i really love stuff like like giant claw where you're sitting there picking apart every little sound and the super crisp and tight production right. and This is like literally the opposite of all this of this This is that.
0: about as far away from that as possible Yeah, this is this
1: is getting into like there's nothing for me to listen to For how I like to listen to music this album just gave me nothing Which is why that's all I'm really complaining about like when you know when I did say it seriously like I mean it's it's not humorously bad. It, I mean and and that is to say that somebody who has exactly opposite tastes in music from me would probably enjoy this a lot, but yeah, th- this is, you know, in terms of pure like subjective enjoyment, this basically doesn't qualify cuz I had nothing to listen to.
0: It is null. You have yeah. a null subjective enjoyment.
1: I, I literally couldn't tell you anything about this album. I tuned it out so hard.
0: Yeah, there were... For me, there were there are moments where I'm like, hmm, that sounds really interesting, but they're just very fleeting moments, and they yeah. don't happen
2: they consistently don't, Yeah, there wasn't all. much build-up at all. There was almost no build-up at all in this album. Like, there was no, like... Building to us to a to a point to a climax or anything like that. It was just kind of yeah these fleeting little moments of some cool stuff, but then it just it's there, it's gone, and and no no real uh, a purpose to it. That's the concept,
1: Ben. Life is fleeting in a little blink in the dark. <laughs> That's and true, no but <laughs> I
2: mean, maybe I agree. It
0: is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's. I don't think it's bad. But I do know that it's not for me. And that's really my ultimate conclusion for this album.
1: Yeah, if, um, if I'm being as fair as I can possibly be, this is as not for me as it gets, but but I have to basically just stop there.
0: Yeah, but I, I, I don't see the hype for this album. I'm glad people are enjoying it. Yeah, glad I
1: mean, it. obviously this is for somebody because there are a lot of people that are enjoying this. Uh, I don't get it at all, personally. Maybe I'm just having my boomer moment, but but I mean, if people are enjoying We're it, old awesome as
0: fuck. So,
1: in terms of uh, what the kids are doing these days, I think we are old as fuck.
0: No, we are definitely old as fuck, and I just feel myself getting older by the minute. <laughs> I'm so uncool these days. Does not slow down. <laughs> anyway. I don't have anything more to say on this album. It's not great. Well, it's I don't know. It's not for me.
2: I feel like I should just put in my top 10 at this point just to get the uh uh standard deviation award. <laughs> well, we yeah, but you got to be covered. different. We from got rate your music, music not from us. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did I w- did I get the most uh most generic the last 2 years in a row? Uh, we don't
0: really have a way of counting well, we don't that, have but without counting that, card. absolutely, yes, you have. Yeah. I feel like you definitely have
2: the most Rate Your Music core taste. Yeah. You guys have each won a... Or no, we didn't do that. No, we didn't do it overall. We just did the one hot take award, didn't we? Yeah. yeah and we, have you guys each won that, or was that... We've um, all
0: won at least one. I've won the yearly one both times.
2: Okay. He's a, a little contrarian. Yeah.
1: He looks at his little trophies on the wall as he strokes himself <laughs> at night. <laughs>
0: I don't think I have Proud one particularly spicy this year, so this might be the year that's broken. Honestly, this is, you might, you're a pretty strong contender this year with this album, so... Who, me? Yeah. Is this rated yeah. really highly on Rate Your Music? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Probably,
1: I actually haven't looked at it. Yeah, what are we talking about here? What do the people say? And by is the people, p- I mean pretentious people online. Uh, it's, it's twenty-four 867 for the year. Right eight
2: hundred sixty-seven all-time. Holy shit! Wow, bitch, please. I'm, I'm making that up. Okay, it's
0: <laughs> twenty. It is twenty-four on the year, though. Ooh. Yeah, it doesn't
2: mean anything.
1: Not really, but three point six eight. Wow, that
0: surprises me. Right. And so that takes us to Wiseblood with her new album and In the Darkness, Hearts Aglow. Um, and yeah, I was absolutely stoked for this. I'm a h- absolutely huge fan of her 2019 album, Titanic Rising, uh, one of my favorite like pop singer-songwriter albums of all time. Um, I just I absolutely love her voice. I think it's the best voice in music right now. Um, yeah, I was absolutely thrilled for this. I know, Eric, you are not a big fan of Wise Blood. I mean, I'm not, I've never had
1: any real necessarily problems with it. I just, you and, and sometimes Ben have just been so hype on her. So hype that I'm just, I just don't
2: see I haven't it. necessarily, but I do like, uh, uh, Titanic Rising, uh,
1: quite a bit. This has been one of the ones that like Brandon and I have been arguing about this al- that album for like 4 years now. Or... Yeah, we've been arguing about that album longer than we've
0: been doing the show. Yeah. Um and yeah, so I was absolutely stoked to hear she's coming out with a new album. I was stoked to listen to it. And I do like this album. Obviously, I mean it's it's the same album. <laughs> um
2: but I, I got to say that it's I, the same album as I am as highly
0: disappointed that this new album is just Titanic Rising B-sides.
2: Yeah. I mean it's uh, more... I disagree that it's the same album. This is like Titanic Rising had um it had uh uh developments in it and it had variety and this one is just it's, slow piano ballad after slow piano ballad after Yeah, slow there piano is ballad.
0: way more creative songwriting on Titanic Rising that's just yep. not here. Now, each yep. one of these songs would fit on Titanic Rising,
2: but right, none of them have this the the substance or the yeah. there's no there's no spot on this one. Yeah. I
1: mean, it's more more 60s melodies over Beatles chords that are sung nicely. <laughs> Yeah.
0: <laughs> this I time liked- I actually do kind of agree with you. Um I will say I I kind of feel similar about this one as I do to the Backwash album. In fact, I actually have them ranked very similarly. Um which is to say I do still like this album. It it is she it is a very enchanting and beautiful sound as it is before. But it's it's just not quite it's just a strictly worse version of what she already has done.
1: This is, this one is currently not my number 50, but it is my number 41 out of 82 ranked at the moment. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah, I mean, so uh, for, for the people at home who have not been privy to our three-year argument about Wise Blood, I, kind of my complaint the first time uh, was not necessarily a complaint with the album specifically, but a complaint with Brandon's enjoyment of it, where uh, <laughs> I, um, I I think it's very well performed and and reasonably well written. But for me, the the problem I always had with the original album was I just thought you know it's very very you know sixties jangly Beatles chords and and a good vocal performance and I mean. It's to the point where, like, I I can guess the first time I hear the track where the vocal melody is going and where the chords are going because I've, I've kind of heard that structure a lot. And, you know, comparing something to the writing on The Beatles is not necessarily an insult. I just... It never really stood out to me as something crazy amazing because it's kind of... To me, it sounds just very dated and very kind of played out and and not necessarily in a bad way. I mean, she absolutely has a fantastic vocal performance and and the writing is good and the performances are good and the sound is good it's just not a very exciting album to me because it's to me very very backwards looking and i just feel exactly the same way about the new album and you know it's it's like every single song has like the sound of hey jude
0: and yeah and once again on i will i and obviously, have I mean we've had this argument a billion times. Completely disagree with you uh, with Titanic Rising, but I really I I don't I can't really argue that on here. Like there's there's such a huge lack of creativity on this album and a huge lack of artistic evolution on here that really bums me out. And like I said, I do still enjoy this. It is absolutely serene but i'm being really hard on it because i have such high expectations for wiseblood and they were so thoroughly not met on this on this album
1: yeah this is exactly what i expected this album to be
0: you're you're, you're i mean that that's fair i guess but you're, you're still wrong on titanic rising
2: like yeah you're I, I, I will defend wrong. titanic rising um, i think that's a great album um, even if it is even if I'm not as high on it as Brandon, but this one here, it, it, it devolves if anything. And and yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, the first song came on, I really liked it, and then like I felt like every song was just like a slightly less good version of the first track, and really no, really no direction to the album at all.
0: I my favorite track on here. Is God Turn Me Into a Flower just because I really like the slow build throughout the entire length of the song, of the six and a half minute song. This is um, long tracks on this thing. There there are some are long, so long tracks yeah. on here, and most of the time it doesn't pan out. Yeah. I think you, God Turn Me Into a Flower is the only song it does. You want to seven-minute track, you gotta one, have seven two, minutes to say. three there are three song no four songs on here over six minutes and it pans out
2: once. Yeah. That was justifiable on Titanic Rising because the songs were written in such a way that it made sense for them for a few of them to be long and this one just not really not the case. I mean,
0: on Titanic Rising there is one song over six uh, six minutes. There's one.
2: Oh really? That's it? Yeah. There are, there, couple couple there are a couple that
0: get close. There are a uh, couple that are in the fives. Okay. But there's only one that breaks six minutes.
1: Gotcha. I mean, when you're going over six minutes is kind of like, that is a bit of a, like, a limit line in music, I feel like. When you're at double the yeah. runtime of a pop song... Like,
2: you well, need multiple one of two structures
1: things. and you need something going on in that track. You cannot exactly. do the same you need thing start to finish at six minutes. At five well, minutes, you, that can be a long
2: song and with a good bridge I, I think and maybe you, a solo or something, you
1: can make it work.
2: But you either once you need hit to have, six... Yeah, for a song that long, you either need to have um, a, um, you know some big progression or build-up or changes in the song, or you just need to have a really sick jam that just goes on forever which and that's fine too but these songs didn't have either of those characteristics for the most part i feel
1: like almost never do i want to hear a six minute singer songwriter track that is strictly singer songwriter no no you got to bring something else to the table at that yeah. kind of runtime
0: yeah and as i said i will defend god Turn me into a flower i really love the this the synth drone build up over the course of the whole track but, but I mean, for the opening track, Chil- children of the children of the empire is fucking annoying. Um, mostly because it's like even the same. It sounds almost exactly like some of the stuff off Titanic Rising. Like it, there's like negative, you know, artistic evolution there. Like it sounds like it just it sounds like worse Titanic Rising. She went backwards.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean now and like let's let's be fair to the album now because this is not This is not totally devoid of appeal. I mean the vocal performance is incredible. I Don't think that's controversial at all. Um, and I you know, I think it it's a very pleasant listen. I think uh, You know when we're talking about I mean Yeah, maybe it's a bit old old-fashioned in the stylings, but you know, I think there's a whole lot of appeal to a lot of people in terms of just sitting on and listening to you know some kind of easy listening very very well sung tracks um i think if you're the kind of person that likes vocal led vocal driven music and likes to sing along to music this could be a good album i mean i Hmm. definitely don't want to say this is like a junk album because that's that's not the case and that's never been the case with this artist you know our four-year argument, three-year, whatever it's been aside, you know, there is definitely some stuff here. But it, boundary pushing it is not.
0: Yeah, and like I said, I have I do still enjoy this. This is honestly probably uh, uh, maybe not. Okay. This is close to the top third for me. I don't think it'll it, it's it's just it's just really disappointing from an artist I had a ton of respect for to after you know three, almost four years since her last album came out, it really just sounds like she completely phoned it in.
1: I think this will be. I mean, this is a solid, solid shot at number fifty for me.
0: <laughs> I mean, statistically speaking, like it is the number fifty for you. Right? It is currently uh,
1: sitting in that number fifty slot. It and is.
0: It is the front runner.
1: I mean, if we average out to a coin flip on our remaining
0: albums, that's a. Oh, it's actually funny because right now I have Quadeca in that place on my <laughs> list as the statistical most likely. Um, yeah, this was a mid-ass episode. Oh, actually, one thing that one more thing that I wanted to say is, I don't remember. It was not the Ghost album we reviewed on the show. It was their last one. I think it was at oh, least their last prequel. One. And, yeah, I think it was prequel. And I remember after it came out you texted me and you were like, Hey, did you listen to that? And I was like to the new ghost album. I was like, I did, and I'm not a big fan. And you were like, Yeah, the haters are right. For the first time, the haters are, are right. When I heard this I was like at first like once I got over like just how beautiful it sounds, I was like, Oh god damn it, Eric's bright.
1: <laughs> like, damn it, he's gonna be so smug. It's like, God damn it.
0: <laughs> oh, But yeah, it sounds absolutely gorgeous. Uh, uh, Wiseblood, what's her name? Natalie Merling. Um, She killer performance again. Um, Just to me, completely loses it in the songwriting. And it's also it's not that the songwriting's bad. It's just that it's exactly what she's done already. And and I wanted to hear at least some level of artistic evolution, and and I got negative artistic evolution. (laughs)
2: Yep, a lot of devolution going on here. Reagan would approve. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: there's so many jokes there, and I'm—I don't know which one to go with, so I'm just gonna leave it. But um, I don't know. Seeing as how Eric, you were the one that suggested the next two albums that we're doing, I feel like you have very little room for shit talking right now.
1: Yes, but I did that to piss you off.
0: I mean, it's not going to piss me off. I'm not going to enjoy it. I'm, pro- I'm probably not going to enjoy I- <laughs> <laughs> Um But yeah, so uh, next week we, we're getting real weed with it. We're getting real weed with it. Hitting that J-pop we got Mori Calliope with Unalive and Deco 27 with Mannequin. Now, Mori, that's Hololive, right? Yes. Okay. I'm a little ashamed of myself for knowing that. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, I, I don't really know anything about Hololive other than they're just, like, VTubers. That's pretty much all I know as well. Yeah. Um.
1: I think, I think it's, uh, I think this is specifically out of their English-speaking branch, so... Okay. At least part of it should be in English.
0: Okay. Well, well see how it goes, I suppose. Yeah, that,
1: that's um, about all I know is that they're, they're VTubers, they have English and, and Japanese versions, and they are exceptionally corporate from what I've seen, and that's about it. This is all from memes. I mean, that
0: sounds like a lot of, like, the... like... Music out of Korea.
1: And oh Japan, my God! So. A completely manufactured idol group out of Japan is corporate shocking. You know?
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. Like what a what a surprise! Really shattering
1: information there, but yeah, that's that's about <laughs> all I've heard. It, I, I pretty much only have run into them when there's been like uh, big scandals over people getting fired for saying like Taiwan is its own country or something.
0: Oh yeah, I actually do remember here. That was like that. a huge uh,
1: COVID shitstorm, and that's how I heard about this this group, and then. That's why of all the extremely generic looking J-pop albums, I settled on this one because I'm like, oh, hey, I recognize that from that whole scandal that was yeah, honestly well, a little mind boggling.
0: How bad can it be? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, my, that's my mindset going into it. How bad can it be? And then and I know we'll nothing about the other one. That one I just picked. Okay. Yeah, well, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> uh, Anyway, thank you all uh, very much for listening, and have a good night.